Welcome to Africa for Zero Waste podcast, where we have thought-provoking conversations about zero waste shared by real people implementing solutions across Africa. I'm Sureshni Ryder, and today we will discuss brand audits, a participatory science initiative started by the Break Free from Plastic movement involves counting and documenting the brands found on plastic waste to help identify the companies responsible for plastic solutions. On the show today, we are joined by Nana Minta from the Green Youth Africa organization based in Ghana, Alpha and Tayomba from the Population and Development Initiative based in Tanzania, Benson Donton from the Center for Earthworks based in Nigeria, Nirera Sadrak from End Plastic Pollution based in Uganda, and Tijal Masahi from Nipe Fahio, based in Tanzania. Welcome all, and thank you so much for joining us. Nana, I'm going to start off with you. What are the benefits of conducting brand audits? Thank you very much. And um, I want us to embark on a journey into a realm where plastic pollution is more than just a buzzword, where um, it has become um, a call to action a catalyst for positive transformation. And um, throughout our years, we have seen our oceans once teeming with um, vibrant marine life, now suffocated by discarded plastic. And um, our streams once pristine, now littered with plastic. We've been hearing so much, and I believe the planet is actually crying out for us to save it because we have introduced all this kind of plastic waste and all that. This is the reason why we actually introduced the concept of the brand audit under the breakthrough from plastic. This, as we made mention, this is not um, just a mere tool. This is a tool, which is a citizen science initiatives on the forefront battling this plastic waste pollution. And um, over my years where I have involved in this brand audit, I believe um, we are in a world where blame is often placed squarely on consumers. So um, with this whole processes, we are actually um, giving out this whole initiative where we, we rather simply scrutinize the various actions, not just contacting the consumers and urging them to use fewer plastics products or reuse more diligently, but we are actually passing down the upstream and then the downstream towards the corporations producing or um, bringing up this whole plastic, which is really costing so much in our world. So with aspects of accountability, this whole transition, which is under the brand audit, helps us to um, pinpoint to, um, the various corporations which are accountable for this whole menace that we are facing. And by pinpointing the, these comp- uh, companies responsible for these things, we empower ourselves to demand um, that key um, of um, sustainability and responsibility for managing the various ways that are various aims. And as such, this is more like a data-driven um, advocacy where during this brand or the, the data that we take, um, it's, it becomes a formidable weapon. It arms us with the concrete evidence to identify the biggest corporates of um, in plastic pol- um, um, pollution. And um, the citizens being armed or the various um, advocates being armed with this knowledge, we do advocate for change, whether it be in the form of stricter regulation, banning single-use plastics, which I can say Kenya and uh, Rwanda has already um, done that. So this is more like a renewed emphasis on the various corporations to take up responsibility. And um, I will talk about um, the call for um, to consumers 
an awakening to the environmental repercussions of their choices. So when people see the names of companies linked to um, plastic uh, pollution, they gain the power to make informed decisions about um, the, the, the various products that they purchase and the brands that they support. So this new fund awareness is a force that can reshape the market rather than embracing these greenwashing approaches, which offer possibly the, the closed-loop uh, system of circularity. And one thing that I'm always happy to join this movement is the uh, policy change. So our ultimate goal is to influence policy at the end of the day by exposing the magnitude of plastic uh, pollution and attributing it to specific companies. You know, over the years we've been doing it, this is the CPA, and I believe um, this is actually creating a compelling case for change. And um, through this, we are advocating for policies that limit plastic um, production, encouraging reuse and redesigning, and to the extent, um, recycling promote sustainable practices. So um, the, the benefits of this is more like a paradigm shift that presents um, um, a pivotal movement in our fight um, against plastic pollution, um, a movement where we as conscious global citizens take the reins of um, to hold these um, corporations accountable. And I believe at the end of the day, we are trying to let consumers and also the corporations to reveal the full extent of their plastic footprint and as well as reduce it significantly by settling in a good implemented, the implementation ambitious targets, just as we are calling in for the global plastic treaty. And most importantly, we invest their packaging to be reusable or plastic free. So these are some of the benefits that um, brand, brand audits actually bring in to us as far as the plastic um, uh, pollution is concerned. Thank you. So Nana, if we could also ask you, in what way can the data generated from brand audits contribute to legislation change? Um, um, with that aspect, I believe um, we are in a world where data becomes um, um, or has become the catalyst for transformative um, change. And um, with this information, we are yielding the power to reshape our legislation and ultimately um, the fate of our planet. So in the realm of environmental conservation, this is all linked to environmental conservation, um, where we um, um, actually bring out a potent force, a data generated from the various brand audit that we do. So brand audit, as I've already said, is uh, more like a vigilant eye and an ES citizen sign revealing the, myster uh, the mysteries of plastic pollution um, one um, at a time. And um, with this journey, I don't, the journey doesn't end when we do the brand audits. Um, it's, it's what happens next beyond the data collection. And with that, I truly um, believe that um, this is all about bringing in um, the various um, analysis that we get at the end of the day to become, um, for it to become the constant of legislative change, the, um, the blueprints of a world where plastic pollution is no longer a passive threat. So with that action, I believe um, data um, the, or the brand audit data provides, um, shall I say, concrete evidence because you can't go out there and then make the noise, let's break free from plastic without getting the concrete evidence, which actually bring out the specific uh, companies and brands that are the major contributors to plastic uh, pollution. So this evidence can be presented to lawmakers, which we are doing all of this to get this thing and the government agencies um, to get on board as well, to support the need for regulatory change. So for instance, it can be used to push a stricter regulation at the various regions that we are doing this brand audit and globally. And as well, data helps policies um, and policymakers to prioritize their efforts by identifying um, which um, companies are most responsible for plastic um, um, pollution. So it's more like um, creating the, the getting the attention 
on these areas where legislative interventions is mostly uh, urgently needed. So um, with the data generated, I believe um, policymakers can um, locate resources and settle legislative agendas that um, address the most pressing environmental issues. And um, the last thing is, I believe the late um, the data driven from the uh, brand orders that we've been hosting over the years, it's more like um, a benchmark approach where we can um, um, consistently appear where companies work which consistently appear major contributors to plastic pollution, despite these regulations in place. It may indicate that um, those regulations need to be straightened up and modified. Because if we do the brand audits over the years and we are still getting high number of plastics or brands in the system, that should tell us that the policies that we have in there should actually be worked on and improved so that we can suit the new um, 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 trends happening now. And one thing that I always am happy about this whole thing is with environmental organizations and advocacy groups can be um, can use this brand audits as a powerful um, tool for lobbying because this can present this data to lawmakers just as I made mention of. And at the end of the day, um, the data can serve as a persuasive argument to these legislators um, who can align themselves with the concerns of their um, constituents. And the last um, of them all, I believe this is more like an international collaborations where various people from different um, aspects of the world are on this call this um, moment. And I believe it's a way that we can share um, data inter internationally and um, encourage collaboration on addressing global plastic pollution. So in summary, um, I believe um, the data generated from brand audits serves as a crucial fundamental uh, foundation for evidence-based policymaking. And as well, it will empower lawmakers with the information needed to draft and implement legislation that effectively targets the companies and the grassroots of the whole problem, not just surfacing this whole thing. We need to get to the grassroots and also solve the problem just as we want it to be done. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Nana. Alpha, I'm going to come to you with this question. How many years have you been holding brand audits and what have been some of the highs and some of the lows? Yes, yeah. thank you very much uh, for this question. First of all, I'm very happy to be part of this session. And uh, before answering that, I'd like to say that uh, we are just doing cleanups before joining uh, Break Free from Plastic in 2021, in late 2021. So uh, after <clears throat> some communications with the Break Free from Plastic, then we realized that there is uh, something more we can do in order to add value in our, our cleanups. So uh, that was the, 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 the start of our, uh, our doing the brand audits. And of course, we are very happy uh, because it's, it's, it's a kind of an innovation uh, which can bring uh, evidence-based information uh, to policymakers. So uh, we did our first uh, brand audits in uh, 2022. And uh, this is the second year uh, we are doing uh, these brand audits. And because we are just established in 2021, so we are young, but we are making more efforts to make sure that uh, we proceed with doing uh, brand audits in order to uh, produce data and to advocate uh, in the sense that the government authorities, the uh, CSOs, and agents of change can understand the extent of plastic pollution uh, in Tanzania. And we are happy because uh, we are now communicating this data uh, to the government authorities, uh, to the advocates and uh, our agents of change. Uh, in our, our 
because you are not very uh, it, it's just the second year of doing brand audits but uh, we are making a very uh, remarkable contribution to address plastic pollution uh, in Tanzania so this is the second year and uh, because we are just in the second year uh, we cannot say the lows and the highs uh, in that sense uh, because uh, last year for example uh, we did more than we uh, more than uh, 1000 counts of the brand audits and this year too, we did uh, more than 1,500 counts of uh, brand audits. So uh, it seems that the, 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 the challenge is still there. Still there is uh, a lot of plastic pollution which is going on uh, in Tanzania, especially in our region, Kigoma region. So we need more advocacy, we need uh, more agents of change, and we need more civic, st uh, civic space to address uh, plastic pollution uh, in Tanzania. Alpha, who would you say, who were the top polluters from your 2022 brand audit? Uh, were they local or were they multinational? Yes, thank you very much for a good question. Uh, from the data we gathered from the uh, five wards, in, especially in Kigoma, Ujiji municipality, uh, we found both the brands from, from Tanzania and the brands from, uh, from other countries. And because of uh, good... Uh, good um, investment policy, uh, policies in Tanzania in the in the context of adding jobs uh, jobs etc so there are uh, a good number of uh, plastic companies in Tanzania in the lake zone in Dar es Salaam in Mwanza region there are a lot of plastic pollution and uh, most of them they are producing single use uh, plastics so the the challenge is very high and so uh, the brands we uh, uh, gathered uh, through data, we are from uh, the Jewish uh, producers, the soda producers, but the Jewish companies, the soda companies, the po uh, powdered soap companies, uh, and the water water producers. So a lot of them. So these were were the the big uh, plastic producers in Tanzania, and we have a, a good of them coming from Tanzania and also coming from other countries. Yeah. And then, Alpha, for 2023, who do you think will be the top polluters? Yes, thank you. Most of, uh, most of the top polluter, uh, polluters, without mentioning the names, are those coming from the soda companies, from the juice companies, and those from, from soap, uh, soap producers in Tanzania. So these are the big polluters. So from Alpha in Tanzania, I moved to Nigeria, where I'm catching up with Benson Dotan Fasanya. Benson, let's ask you, how can the data generated from brand audits be used to increase robust policy against plastic and its impacts? Uh, thank you for asking. I'm glad you really uh, asked. Um, brand audit data is actually very, very important because it is a very important tool to hold uh, corporate polluters accountable. And not only pol uh, corporate polluters accountable, we know that we are actually currently engaged um, in the Global uh, Plastics Treaty. This Global Plastics Treaty is actually working to develop a legally binding treaty uh, to solve the plastic pollution. So this is actually a very important tool that will help us um, obtain a globally binding uh, plastic uh, uh, treat to solve the global plastic crisis, which is really, really everywhere. 
and um, with the data we have actually been able to engage a community we have actually been able to work with uh, informal race speakers a lot of people in nigeria don't really see the plastic issue as a big issue but when we begin to talk about uh, the uh, the data that we have been able to actually pull, uh, pull through from the uh, brand audit, we, uh, people begin to actually understand that, wow, this is really, really huge. In fact, um, we coined the problem, the Nigerian plastic problem, as the Nigerian plastic tsunami. We have so much issue with plastics that it's now a tsunami and uh, its impact is really, really huge, both for our environment, our health, and of course, um, our uh, biodiversity so it's really really huge and something that uh data is actually magnifying wow wow benjamin you say it like that tsunami just sounds absolutely of great proportions um yeah it's gonna have a massive impact um benton brands often say that their products encourage recycling and create jobs for waste pickers, but many of their products are actually multi-layered and unrecyclable. Do you have any reflections on this comment? Okay, um, my reflection will be that um, brands are actually trying to greenwash and promote false solutions. Uh, if you look at most of the brands, uh, the corporate brands in Nigeria, what they're actually doing is that they're encouraging um, the use of uh, fuel, uh, plastics to fuel. They're encouraging um, other uh, forms of recycling that at the end of the day, the informal voice speakers will not really, really benefit. So um, the four solutions are actually small stream that big polluters are actually creating to really, really push the a uh, massive problem uh, from their own coffers. So instead of taking a responsibility, they're trying to really, really say that we can actually recycle our way out of the plastic problem. But the truth is that we cannot recycle our way out of the uh, plastic pollution. So um, it's promoting false solution, and this is what we don't want. Uh, the issue of false solution. So, um, plastic, on the other hand, is actually just carbon and chemicals. So, uh, the impact is actually really, really huge. And uh, because um, they are trying to actually promote false solution, we are saying no. I like that. <laughs> yes, saying no. Um, Benson, just in conclusion from your side, have these polluters made any efforts to change their practices in your country? As it is, um, they are actually trying to work on corporate uh, social responsibilities, trying to uh, do a little bit of collection centers by communities. But I will tell you that uh, this is just like a raindrop in an ocean. Uh, because uh, from our findings in our four years engagement in our brand audit, we discovered that besides the um, corporate uh, polluters, we also have a lot of unknown brands and we have a lot of unidentified uh, plastic sachets 
which cannot really be traced to a company. So uh, besides the uh, corporate polluters that we can actually identify, we have uh, a very huge percentage of these plastics who cannot really, uh, where we cannot really uh, identify and hold some of the um, polluters accountable. And this is one of our, our laws. It's really, really a problem. But we uh, can actually begin to solve it gradually. And that is why these data are actually very, very important. And that's why we uh, were so excited to actually use the tools of uh, the brand audits. Uh, and we have actually been engaging the state government to push for the ban of uh, the single-use plastics in our local community. And then, of course, we are working in the national uh, aspect too to push for a very inclusive uh, um, global plastics treaty uh, through the Federal Ministry of Environment. So it's uh, really, really a very huge tax. Uh, but we know that um, with our little efforts, we can make a lot of ripples. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much, Benson, for those reflections. Uh, Nirere, who's based in Uganda. Nirere, we come to you asking this. What are some actions you would like to see top polluting companies take in your region against the plastic that they produce? Uh, thank you for the good question. Um, first of all, we need to address ourselves with the fact that uh, plastic uh, pollution is a production pro problem. So if we have this production problem addressed, therefore we have to see actions that are going to be taken uh, beginning from the production itself. And that's why uh, it is very important to have brand audits because in that way, we focus the energy to holding these corporations accountable and having this data. The actions we are looking for is, number one, we have to see that these corporations reveal, not only revealing um, the, the, the new products they have or launching new products and, and revealing about what they are doing. No, no, no. We want to see that they reveal data that is important for us to adjust our policies addressing this problem. Number one, they have to reveal how much plastic are they producing and for what purposes are they producing it for. So that way we can be able to push them to take given or certain or action, I mean actual reduction targets because you know how much they are producing. So it's very important that we get such kind of information. It's very important that companies reveal the making of these products. They, 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 I would look into issues of the toxics, the chemicals that are involved, what kind of materials are involved in creating this plastic that you're putting the water in for us to drink. So it's very important that we have this data. It's important that companies take an action and a bold move to reduce the amount of plastics that they are producing. Reduction can begin with these unnecessary items that are added on the products that they produce to consume. It's important that we look into such kind of, of, of issues. 
I will give an example of 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 some companies that are producing circuits, and in this circuit you have you have snacks in it, and then you have a toy coming with it. The toy is plastic; it's packaged in a plastic bag, put in a circuit bag. So, if we are going to push companies to reduce, they have to begin with this unnecessary and excessive uh, production. And lastly, we want companies to redesign. They have to redesign. Like I said, it's a production problem. And that means if we are going to tackle this production problem, we have to begin with the design itself. Plastic becomes disposable right from the design because you have produced it to be single-use. You have produced it to be used at once and discarded in the environment. Therefore, we have to design for reuse. We have to see companies design for refill. We have to see companies design for repurposing and for the purposes of recovering uh, these products. And not only redesign the product, but also redesign their entire this distribution system, how we are getting this product, and it has to be eliminating single-use uh, plastics along the way. And this in Uganda is achievable, and we want to see that companies can do it. Yes, thank you. Mm. Uh, Nirere, would you recommend that people do brand orders themselves, or how can they do this? Yes, first of all, I recommend people should do brand audits themselves because this is a, a citizen-centered uh, power, a citizen-centered effort to see that we hold these corporations accountable for polluting our communities. How can they do it? It's a matter of getting together and identify uh, areas that they can go and collect or clean up this plastic and then capture the data of brands and it not only, it not only uh, stops on the brands. Brand audits are very, very, uh, it's, it's a very important tool because it also exposes the science about the plastic, the items, because you look for data like what type of, you know, that of what type of plastic is it? Have they produced an HDPE? Is it a PET? And then all this data is captured. So in that, you get to know what also is the type of material used to make this product. And this database can be relied on not only by the citizens to hold these corporations accountable, but also the citizens can have this data used by the policymakers to see that their communities have the policies that we actually desire to hold these corporations accountable and have them take a responsibility beyond uh, them selling and producing and selling commodities. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nirere. Thank you very much for that insight from Uganda. And from Uganda, we cross over to Tijal, who's based in Tanzania. Tijal, have you been using brand audits to sensitize your communities? If yes, how so? And what has been the impact of this? Okay, thank you. Hi, all. In Tanzania, Nipefagio, uh, we've been using uh, brandy audits to sensitize uh, our communities uh, because we collect different data since uh, 2013 until today. So that's the data we collect, we use it to sensitize our communities. And also, 
suru engaging community in different activities like uh, clean up not only clean up but uh, in our action implementation of zero waste people um and the community are engaged and they practice ground audit but also uh this ground audit is that in prefagio do in Tanzania has got many impacts to community since that uh, it increase accountability of the community but also uh, most of companies uh, especially maybe I can uh, I can I can mention one Coca-Cola nowadays engage and respond to uh, this initiative so, so as to find the alternative of ending single-use plastic pollution but also uh, Another impact is that he observed in the communities are uh, police advocacy and the uh, changes whereby uh, the Pepagio we do grand auditing and the information that we collect we use it we use it to advocate for uh, changes and the um, police makers uh, request a lot of data from us to advocate for those changes. Um, also uh public awareness as we prepare different workshops uh and the events and we try a lot to sensitize essential for awareness to the public to know and to understand the impact of plastic pollution so while we are doing a brand audit our community be aware of the companies that pollute their environment and they take action toward those companies by advocating for changes from those companies. Thank you so much, Tijal, for that. Could I also ask you, Tijal, how can people stay informed about your brand audit activity? Are there any social media handles or websites they can follow? Okay, uh, people can be informed about uh, our brand audit activities through uh, social media's uh, platform. Uh, Nipefagio, we have different uh, handles and the website, and they can follow us on different social media's account, including LinkedIn, Linktree, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, and the other platforms through Nipefagio. Or they can handle, they can use the handle Zero West Tanzania. But also, uh, they can use the website, which is www.info.nipefagio.co.tz, where they, they can follow and be informed about our brand audit activities that we perform here in Tanzania. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you very much for the question. Um, social media has been really a very great tool that we have relied on to spread the information about brand audits in Uganda. And we are lucky that it has also got the attention of not only the companies we are exposing, but also uh, the general public. And we have been published in a local newspaper and shared the brand audit data. So someone can go to uh, on Facebook and look for End Plastic Pollution Uganda. Uh, still on Twitter, we are at End Plastics Now. Uh, you can also go on Instagram, End Plastic Pollution Now. And also we are on LinkedIn, 
uh, the pages End Plastic Pollution Uganda. Uh, we have a new website which is up, uh, endplasticpollutionnow.org. So there, everyone, uh, if you visit there, you can be able to dive into our data and the reports that we have been making uh, around these brand audits and also what we are planning to do this year and what we have already done through this year. Thank you very much once again for the questions. And uh, just to add, the Center for Network has been using uh, the brand audit to actually hold corporate polluters accountable. And uh, we have been using the tool of social media to actually inform our audience. So we are on X, that is Twitter, Twitter at underscore CFEW. We are on Instagram on the same account that is at underscore CFEW. On Facebook, you can just search Facebook forward slash um, CFWorks. And our website is www.cfworks.org. If anyone wants to reach us, you can email us at CFWorks, that is C E A R T H. W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And um, certainly staying informed about our brand audit activities is essential for those who wish to join um, this whole effort to com uh, combat plastic pollution. And um, I would like to appreciate um, their interest and commitment to this course. And um, through the Gaio Echo Club campus chapters, we've been doing it over the years. So whoever wants to join us can equally get on our social media handles um, all on um, the, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even on our website, Green Africa Youth Organization. That's Gayo Ghana. We get all the details in there, as well as Gayo Echo Club Campus Chapters. They are LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And um, the ultimate, if you want to get the daily updates, the monthly updates, you can go on to the brandaudit.breakthroughfromplastic.org. You get all the updates, how to conduct your brand audits, and even get the data card as well. Yes, yeah, so I want to encourage everyone to explore the various websites that have placed out, out there, and we can get this movement to support and be together to, to, to make the, um, the meaningful impact that we seek to fight against plastic pollution. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for a good question. Uh, normally, we post our activities on our website and uh, social media, so they can use www.pdi.or.tz, that is our website, where we post our work. And also they can use Twitter for followers, pdi underscore and underscore pdi. And also they can follow us on Facebook, where PDI Tanzania. And uh, we are going to do more innovation uh, concerning uh, brand audits. Now we are going to... Uh, start uh, producing uh, radio sessions, short radio sessions concerning brand audits and the plastic pollution in Tanzania. So also we share the radio sessions on the social media and our website and other channels. Yeah, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of this particular episode. Thank you to each of our guests for joining us. Thank you for listening to Africa for Zero Waste podcast. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back next time. Until then, this is Sureshni Ryder.